Hello, my name is Mimba Dodwell and this is Ordinary Artists. Hello, this is my first podcast of 2017. I can't believe it. I am so excited to see where the year goes and who I interview and who I meet. Um, I've already had a few interviews and have some more lined up. But my first one is with Toby Cheramartin, who is a producer. Before I talk about Toby, um, this is kind of in line with what Toby does. I went to a poetry event, Spit the Atom. It's an open mic night and they have a headliner as well at the end of the evening. This time it was Anita Barton-Williams and she is amazing. Um, and she's so casual about like the way she says her poetry and it's really nice. And... Um, so yeah, they have an open mic night where they have people come up and just share their poetry and some of them were really good, like really good. Um, it was so nice to see these people being so brave and going up there and it seemed so cathartic to them and also for the audience. Like it was nice to listen to people um, just express themselves. And also um, there were two guys, Tommy and Will, whose styles of poetry are like polar opposites and they did a poem together and I was like, I was like, this shouldn't work, but it's working. And they complement each other really well. And also I have to say that Gabriel and Sugar J Poet are great hosts. They are so funny. And they are also opposites kind of on sense when they're, when they're doing um, the hosting, they're really good. I would highly recommend going to the next one, which is on the 10th of February. So look out for it. I'll probably tweet it. So to Toby, I had met Toby at the Battersea Art Centre. She's a producer and it really excites me when I see someone like Toby who is um, pursuing this career and working in this industry because people like her are so vital in creating theatre that is diverse because she is diverse to herself and she she can bring something different to theatre and I think she already is. Like she's, um, she's now working for Apples and Snakes and she's also at the Old Vic 12 um, where she's doing a year programme with Old Vic and um, it seems like she's doing some really exciting stuff. I would highly recommend following her on Twitter because she's very up to date on what's going on and yeah that's it. So without further ado, here we go. Hello. So I'm sitting here having a nice cup of tea with Toby Cherry Martin. Um, <laughs> I had to say, I had to ask her to say that properly because I didn't want to. But I, we had met at the Battersea Art Centre where you'd previously been working and just finished there. Yeah. And now you're at Appleton State. Yeah. And you're at Old Vic 12. Yeah. Which looks very exciting. So um, can you tell us a bit about your producing and how you got into producing? Yeah. Um... So I think when I was 16, um, I did this project with Oval House Theatre that's moving to Brixton, but is in Oval at the moment. And that was like my first introduction, I guess, to doing behind the scenes type stuff. So I was still doing like a bit of facilitating, a bit of producing, but I didn't really know what it was at the time. I was just kind of like, someone was like, come and do this thing, you get like a hundred pounds a month. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like 16, that's like hella money. So I was like, yeah, totes. So I kind of just went along with it and did that for about a year. Um, and then when I was 18, I finished college and it was kind of that bit where it was like, cool, go to uni or go to drama school 
and I was like I don't really know what I want to do um so I was looking for things to do in like a kind of gap year thing so things like apprenticeships and internships or anything I could just do for a year and I wanted to stay in theatre because I don't want to stray from it because I was scared that I'll just end up in the abyss and be like (laughs) I don't know where I am what I'm doing in my life um and so I was just kind of googling like apprenticeships and theatres in London and it's then called called the London Theatre Consortium popped up um and luckily that was the first year that they had actually run the scheme and at the time it was like 12 or 13 theatres, office and theatres around London, offering three pathways in year-long apprenticeships. So there was technical theatre, community arts and venue operations. Um, Since since then it's grown, it's like 15 theatres and like seven pathways. Um, But at the time it was just those three and I was like, I don't know what any of these are, so I applied for everything. And it wasn't sort of like, what's your experience? It was more like, why do you want to do it kind of stuff. So I did that, went through these series of like massive group workshops with 30 people to like one-on-one interviews to like little things to see how well you can use Excel and stuff, which I could not use Excel at all. So I was just like, well, I'm probably not going to get this. Um, And in the end, it was between the Battersea Arts Centre and the Unicorn Theatre. Mm -hmm. Um, and because I've grown up in South London, used to live in Battersea, I know this area much more than I know kind of London Bridge and yeah. stuff. I was like, okay, I think I want to work at BAC. So kind of angled all my answers <laughs> to their questions at BAC. Um, and then, yeah, I kind of got selected to do my apprenticeship there in community arts, um, which was working with young people. Um so that was like my first kind of proper introduction to this is what producing is. Yeah. Even though later on I've kind of discovered, oh, it's something that I had done before, but just didn't know what it was called. And so after that, I kind of, I did that for a year and it was at the end of that year where I was like, oh, okay, this is what it is. It literally took me so long to grasp. I was like, I don't understand any of this. And then, yeah. Producers do so much. Like, yeah. I didn't know, like, before, I think working with the film unit at my university, I was like, so what does the producer... And they do so much. And yeah. Like, it's such a broad thing, as you said, you kind of have to... It yeah. does take time to understand. <laughs> I was, yeah, it's so many different things and different roles. And so at the end of that year, I was like, okay, I finally got it, but now the year's over, what am I going to do? Um, but luckily they were like, do you want to do a level three apprenticeship, which would be for another year and a half? Wasn't really keen on the apprenticeship side of it, <laughs> not going to lie. Yeah. But I was like, if I get to stay here for another year and a half and actually yeah. apply what I've learned, then I'll do it. So I did that. So I, I basically kind of spent two and a half years doing that. Um, and finally kind of got to grips with what producing was and also what kind of things that I liked. Um and bringing in sort of my own ideas and things that I was interested in. So I'm really interested in kind of poetry and music and things like that and figuring out how to integrate that into BAC and the wider programme. I'm working with our young people, um, really taking ownership of some, of some of the projects, which was really cool. Um, and then at the end of the level three, um, they gave me the role of junior producer, which was, again, kind of made up. It didn't really exist. Yeah. It was just sort of like 
this is what you've been doing, so let's just give it a title. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> it helps. I think that happens in a lot of creative industries. Like, yeah. You've been doing a good job in that area. Let's give you it. Like, let's give you a title. It's like, oh, that's what you've been doing for a year. Okay, there's your title. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of makes sense because it is a bit. Everything's adjusting. You have to learn. Yeah, definitely. And the BAC has like in the last few years has really changed from what I've seen. I think yeah. I'd heard about stuff they've done before, and recently when I went to see. Um, as the stories by immigrants and yeah. then I saw the agency and I saw Femi's show there. It's, yeah. has, I've seen three completely different things there. Yeah. And I think that's really nice. Yeah, I think BAC, especially kind of the time that I was there, we were really starting to remodel what BAC's ethos was or mm. kind of what we were doing, what, what the space was for, who could yeah. use the space, how we can connect better with our communities, with elder people, with... Um, really little ones yeah. all that kind of stuff so it was it was a really I felt like I came at a really interesting time um and yeah it was it was really cool to kind of see that change as well and what was your favorite thing doing there was your favorite project with them Ooh. or like one of the things that you stood out for you because I know sometimes it's hard to, it is hard to pick favorites yeah of so difficult I think um one of my favorite things was it was it was this year actually. Um, oh, I've got so many. Okay, so this year, <laughs> so um, this year, um, our kind of team was restructured a little bit. So I became junior producer. Um, someone else became creative projects manager. Um, who we we started at the same time. So I was the apprentice and and she was the placement, and we kind of grew together, <laughs> which was like weird. Um, and so this year we run. A, uh, BAC runs a young producers project um, for 16 to 29 year olds so um, last year um, we ran it that was the first time that we were running it um, as this kind of new duo in the team and we just kind of completely reimagined what they were going to do What we and it was a real test a real test but it was one of the most fun things ever and it's sort of like how do you create a festival vibe within this building that oh, no good. one really yeah. knows exists on the top of lavender hill um so and it was about kind of giving um the young producers agency over the things that they were programming and really equipping them with the skills we kind of cut down how long the project was so it was a bit more intense and condensed but actually that worked a lot better and I think the highlight of that whole festival was um, on the Saturday night, the young producers threw this building-wide party that was, like, 12 rooms, 60 so performers, cool. like, roaming, like, DJs on the stairs, like, um, little stalls. Like, yeah, they had hairdressers cutting people's hair in the foyer, live art in the waiting room, all, like, so much stuff, spoken yeah. word and film and the little like crush area that looks like Teletubby land basically <laughs> and like the building was just buzzing with all these different types of young people you had the guys that were here for the grime you had yeah. the guys that were here for the live art you had the guys that were here for the spoken word and it, you had people that kind of rocked up to just come and have a drink at BAC and I was working on box office at the time so I was just like the building's closed for this party but you can you can come they'll yeah. be like what is it and then I'll explain to them be like five pounds you know just come yeah. in here's a here's what's going on so we just had random older people, just, people that yeah, that's so came cool. for yeah. a drink and ended up walking into this crazy party thing and it was just the best time like the building was buzzing with like 400 people and it was just are they gonna do this again 
Yeah, so I think yes. they're doing it again okay. this that year. Sounds, I, I'm going <laughs> I missed out on that because the building is perfect for stuff like that. Yeah. Like when when they did stories by um, migrants, I kind of when we went around, I was like the build. I was like this building's a maze. Like, yeah. Walking up on the like the in the loft area across the garden, like the little courtyard on the roof. Yeah. I thought that was amazing. I was like, why isn't this? Why didn't we know this? <laughs> it's really cool. And um, what's it been like now producing at Apples and Snakes compared to? Yeah, it's been a really interesting shift because um, I guess at BAC I still kind of brought some poetry stuff there because that's what I was interested in, but it wasn't kind of specific to that. So making the transition to apples and snakes that is kind of specific to well, not just poets, but it is mainly about yeah, poets rather than BAC. You said like it's a whole variety you can put on anything. Yeah, now apples and snakes is just about poetry. Yeah, pretty much, which was so interesting. I mean, it's it's really kind of testing my knowledge about how much I know about poets yeah. <laughs> or how much I think yeah. I know about poets. Um, and there's such a variety of poets. Like, <coughs> yeah. The difference between like now, like okay, spoken word is like slightly, like in America, I think spoken word is different from what you see in England in yeah. terms of poetry. I think that it's more, you have some people who are more naturalistic. Well, I listen to Sarah Kay, who's like a bit yeah. more of a performance. Yeah, and she's yeah, like yeah. storytelling. You're like, I'm on a journey with you, <laughs> Sarah. I'm gone. I'm gone with you. But then it's different from here. So yeah. that's true. And what are you finding like different about the poet, like testing you about poetry? I think just all the poets that I'm, I'm meeting and kind of really um, redefining what I thought poetry was or what I thought spoken word yeah. was or what it could be, um, which is really exciting, actually. Yeah. And, yeah, it's because of that environment, you just get poets kind of coming, like, walking in and out of mm. the office, and which is so cool, and I'm just yeah. like, be my friend. And <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> all this kind of stuff, which yeah. has been great, and um, kind of going out to see more things mm. and trying to look at it from a different perspective and yeah everything is just so kind of focused on that and it's really my brain is constantly ticking yeah. with kind of people and what things we could do and ideas and, and all this kind of stuff yeah. for projects and events and things like that which is really cool yeah I, I must say they seem to do some really cool things after the snakes like yeah saying like the projects and stuff and thinking what to do because it's nice now that poetry is not so much just like oh that's poetry yeah now it's kind of blending in with culture a lot like it's blending so much in with culture yeah today and young people and i think it's kind of like i imagine <laughs> like you know like shakespeare people just express yeah. themselves in a different way and a bit like in a from before and um i was gonna ask you about uh ooh. The old Vic twelve. What's yeah. that about? Like that's cool. <laughs> I was like, the the picture looks kind of bad. <laughs> I don't know how to say. Like, I was like, they look like they're going to put on some great shows. It's a really cool photo, and I saw two. There was there's you and another female producer. I was like, yes. Yeah, I think yeah. There's two yeah. two of us are female. Just like cool. Um. So yeah, old Vic twelve is um kind of like an artist development program over the course of roughly a year. Um, it's kind of uh, three producers, three directors, three playwrights, a composer and a movement director. Um, and at some point, um, we'll kind of get into three groups and make something. Um, but at the moment, um, we're doing lots of skill sharing and there's lots of kind of shadowing opportunities and um, within um, the old Vic and also outside of it and getting to see stuff, which is great, and meeting other kind of creative peers, which yeah. is really nice. Um, cause I don't know that many spaces in which you can do that. Yeah. Um, 
you kind of have to meet them randomly. You're like, oh, you do, you, you, you do yeah. that. Okay. <laughs> I remember you. No, it's true. It yeah. Especially like producers and stuff and directors, you kind of have to collectively come together because yeah, definitely. it helps probably meeting them. Like, oh, that's good. Connection. Yeah. And um, so you're saying you later on in the year, would you put, do you guys put on a show together? Yeah. So at some point I'll be kind of matched with a director mm-hmm. and um, a playwright. And we'll make something, That's cool. whatever that will be, or on whatever scale that will be. And I think um, we, we've all been given kind of individual pots of development stuff. So I think the producers and the directors have been giving um, some money to sort of be like, what do you want to do kind of outside of Ulvik? It can be just developing that play that mm. you've been doing, or it could be your own individual project, which is cool. So I'm kind of thinking about that and what I want to spend that money on and things like that. So it was really great. Uh, yeah, it's really great. And I think we're all at different levels in our career, but we're all put on the same platform and the yeah. same level. And it doesn't feel like a hierarchy, which is really invaluable. No, it, yeah, when you're equal, it helps. It, it was really nice. And yeah. what sort of plays do you like to see or put on? Because I know like, you like poetry, but what shows? Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of devised work. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I really like autobiographical work. Uh, I'm really interested in kind of storytelling, different ways to tell a story. That's um, why I like Emmy show. Like that's yeah. a really that's a really interesting storytelling. Yeah. It kind of is a performance, but then it was like someone just splurring, splurging out their life, and then being like, "It's a show, but yeah. it's my life." Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I, I like things that. Um, are quite personal but also can be quite fantastical and wacky and crazy um just really creative something that involves the audience in one way or another (laughs) i was gonna ask i remember what i was going to ask you is that do you get to see because of like do you get to see a lot of shows and do you get tickets to shows because that's literally like my my dream is (laughs) i don't care like i don't care getting paid for acting all i want is someone just to give me tickets and be like go see this go see that like (laughs) That's all I want in life. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when I when I was working at BAC, yeah. obviously you, you get a ticket to see all the shows for free. Yeah. Well, most of them. So I like in the first year, I rinsed that and I saw everything. <laughs> I, I kind of saw everything after yeah. as well. Um, and you get invites and stuff from people just inviting you to see their work um, a lot of the time. So I try to take most of those up. Because just to kind of diversify what I'm seeing. Yeah. Um, and not just to be like, no, I only see poetry. So that's the only <laughs> stuff I'm going to see. Because that's not really helpful in terms of my personal development. Yeah. Or what I think theatre is. Similar with the Old Vic as well. Um, I saw the, the first show that I saw at the Old Vic was like a few weeks ago. Yeah. Because we were invited because of the Old Vic 12 thing. So um, they'll be inviting us to see more things as well, which is cool. What, what did you see there? I saw Art. Oh yes, that, yeah. I know that there are two actors. That, well, not two. All, all of them are good, but there's two actors in there, and one of them who is hilarious. Yeah, and I absolutely love him. But I don't know what his name is. He's got a little bit of funny eye. That sounds weird. That, that <laughs> makes sense when you see him. <laughs> they're both, actually both of them do. That's really bad. Anyway, they're really good actors, but I really want. To, I actually want to see that. I don't go to the old Vic much because usually the stuff I see there is kind of when I saw art was there I was like that's interesting yeah I'd go there to go see the crucible I wouldn't like as yeah like, I'd be like let me go see some traditional theatre yeah like old Vic it was really yeah it was really interesting that being the first thing that I saw there yeah. um 
And I, I actually, like, I, I enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I would because yeah. I was, I don't yeah. know, I've always been a bit like, oh, the old Vic is kind of yeah. one thing and I think yeah. they're trying to push out in terms yeah. of what kind of things Compared they to the young Vic, that's what you Which see. Which is right yeah. across the road and like, does, like, yeah. crazy, yeah. crazy stuff. But I think it's all great, yeah. but yeah. No, I know what you mean by the old Vic. I think it is changing. I think some theatres are really changing their styles and yeah. things that they're showing. And do you have any tips for anyone who wants to get into producing or into the art store? Just things that you've learned across the way. Um, I think seeing stuff, seeing a lot of stuff is just, I think it's useful for anyone that wants to get into this industry to understand what's out there already. And either if you're looking for gaps in terms of what you think isn't there, um, or if uh, you want to enhance something, or I don't know, it's it's just useful to, to know what's already out there. And who's doing what, and what's successful, and what's yeah. maybe lacking a little bit. Um, and I think just getting to getting to know yourself, or get to understand yourself as an artist, and what things you like and what things you don't like. Um, I always used to be really nervous about inviting people to see shows because I was like, oh, if they don't like it, then it's gonna be terrible. But yeah. actually that doesn't matter like if they have yeah. an opinion on it and it's like that was crap i'm yeah. like great like why was that crap yeah no i get what you mean it is a bit nerve-wracking inviting people you're like yeah they really like it they think i'm crazy <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah I'm, I'm kind of a fan of especially knowing what you don't like i'm really yeah. a fan of of that and not feeling like you have to like everything because mm. you don't um and i don't know like kind of Talking to people, I guess, which isn't the easiest thing, but um, I think most most people are really nice and will kind of meet up with you for a tea yeah. and chat about whatever, like, be specific with what you want from them, because yeah. obviously it's coming out of their time, but I've never really had someone be like, no, I'm not going to meet up with you, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, people are, I'm, I'm noticing people are so, like... It's more your fear of like, oh, well, they reply, but most people yeah. are very friendly and willing to answer your questions. Yeah, definitely. So, oh, yeah, I think those would be my top tips. Oh, well, <laughs> thank you so much, Toby. Thank you for taking thank your time you. out of your day as well. Um, thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can follow me on both Twitter and Facebook at Ordinary Artists.